Hey you guys, what's up? You found your way to the I'd Rather Anime Podcast, and we are your hosts. I'm Chelsea, he's Ben, and this is your place to catch up on all things anime, new and old, with the addition of our opinions, thoughts, and banter. We know you could be doing other things, but we know you'd rather anime with us. Alright, we've already done a winter episode and a spring episode, so now here comes the summer episode. But actually, we're going to do summer and what's the last season? Fall. fall. We're going to do summer and fall together, because honestly... Um, there wasn't that much good stuff in those seasons, um, besides the stuff that was continuing from the previous seasons that we already talked about. So, yeah. we're gonna just go ahead and combine these two together and tell you about the other anime that we watched that came out in 2021. Yeah, so, we have already talked about Reincarnated as a Slime, we've already talked about Tokyo Revengers, we've already talked about, uh, Welcome to Demon School, Irma-kun. So we're not going to list those or talk about those. If you want to know our opinions, go listen to the previous episodes. That being said, let's talk about what we did watch and then we can tell you what we didn't watch. And then that's going to be it for 2021. Um, so let's lead into this. Honestly, none of it was really all that impressive. Um, I think if I had to pick one from this season, uh, it would probably be between like moonlit fantasy and how the Arilla's hero rebuilt the kingdom um yeah i mean it wasn't it wasn't a stellar season it wasn't so um, moonlit fantasy was cool or whatever i like that they you know built a little village in the void or whatever and i think that concept was cool and his his main followers or whatever the uh i think one it was, was a spider and one was a dragon i think Yes, and I think it was an interesting premise of being isekai'd, but the god doesn't like you. And so you inadvertently... Oh, the reason why she didn't like him is because she thought he was ugly. And I just thought that was just, like, the craziest thing. Yeah, and he's like, well, I know I'm not the most handsome person, but just straight up calling me ugly. But then he realizes, like, no, the people in this world are just exceptionally beautiful. Like, everyone's exceptionally beautiful, so someone average looks extremely ugly. Yeah, he looks like a demon. So what the summoning god does to him, he she gives him the ability to speak all languages except for human. And then throws him at the very edge of the earth in the middle of nowhere. Yep. And it's just like, wow. So he can't stand her. Yeah, and basically she ends up turning her human subjects against him. And the whole show is basically about him trying to make a life for himself in this world because he is summoned to this world because his parents are originally from it. And basically they made a deal with the goddess saying that they would either they would come back or they'd send one of their children back. Well, they've got three and to protect his sisters, he decides to volunteer. He volunteers as tribute to go back so that his sisters can live a happy life. Um, and he's trying to make a life for himself, but it ends up not being what he thought it was going to be. But I will arguably say that it's really interesting because he's a nice guy who becomes the villain inadvertently. And because of that, he, some interesting things happen. happen. Yeah. He makes the best out of his situation. Yeah. So, so I thought it was cool. And he still ends up being a, an OP protagonist when all is said and done. Yeah. But, um, and then he does have um, some really cool... I will say that he is one of those isekai where he had a convenient ability in his regular life. He was an arch he was in the archery club in his uh, original life. And so that skill carries over 
to the fantasy world, which leads to some interesting things. Um, the only thing that I personally did not care for was um, he ends up with two subordinates that don't really like each other. They've got the classic bickering, so think Zoro and Sanji, but women and a little bit more annoying. Yeah, but they both like the the uh, protagonist. Yeah, so but they're both in love with him, so... Yeah, it's... It's it, weird. It's weird, but... But I not mean, terrible. Not terrible, mildly entertaining. You know, we give every isekai and fantasy show a try, just being real. We gave this one a try, and it was good enough for us to make it to the end, but it wasn't all that special. Yeah, and... I feel like Moonlit Fantasy and Spirit Chronicles, in my mind, kind of go hand in hand because they came out around the same at, at the same time on the same day. So we watched them like back to back, pretty much. Yeah, they had a similar. It was a similar premise. Another isekai guy, except this isekai. Did guy, he get isekai? Yes, he dies. Oh yeah, you're right. You're he right. He dies and he ends up inhabiting the spirit of another person who already exists in this world. So they, and they have become like, like one person, but he like he has a melded spirit. So he knows yeah. that he's not from that world, and he remembers his his otherworldly life. But he also has the memories and experience of the current life of the like the five or six year old boy that his spirit blends with. with. Yeah. So he's both people at the same time. Yeah, so I thought that that was the only real different thing about this anime, I think. Um, yeah, and he's overpowered in some ways, but I'm not gonna lie, this one is way more tropey and predictable. It's super tropey. Um, if but that's you, not always it's not always bad, but it's just not special. It doesn't make it good. I would say on a scale of one to ten, it's a five. It's a solid five. It's yeah, not good. Five. It's not bad. It's not interesting. It's not crap. It's just if you like isekai anime. Fantasy isekai anime with overpowered character who ends up meeting all these female characters who fall in love with him individually while he's looking for some other girl that he can't find, then you're going to like this one. Yep. It's, it's cliche. That's it. There's nothing else to say about it. Yep. Um, moving on to how a realist hero built the rebuilt the kingdom. Again... It's, it's a solid five in my book. It's not good. It's not bad. It's not trash. It's not amazing. It's just solid middle of the road anime. Um, mm -hmm. And this one follows another guy who he's not, he's isekai, but, but he he's is summoned. summoned. He's summoned. He doesn't die. And basically he, uh, his only family is his grandparent. I don't and, remember and if his mother or father. I think it was his grandfather was his last surviving family member. And he dies. And he dies or whatever. And he's like, make sure you create a family of your own or people who care about you. So it's literally this guy who has no family, no friends, just really focused on building his career. He's a, he's a college student and... Um, Basically this nation in this other world is in debt and they uh, need to pay their tribute. They can't afford to pay their tribute. And the so, tribute is to a, a larger kingdom who is basically organizing uh, the fight against the encroaching demons. demons. Yeah. So with that being said, um, one of the ways they can get around it is by summoning a hero and then handing the hero over to this other nation. But when he gets there, he's like, so let's think about this for a second. You summon somebody from another world that you can only do once a, once a millennia and you're going to hand me over for one month's of payment. That doesn't make any sense. He's like, how about this? I'm smart. How about I help you guys? I stay with you, help you, mm -hmm. and y'all get back on your feet. You he was like, I, I'm not a hero. I'm not trying to go to war. I ain't going to the front lines. I'm not going to the front lines. That doesn't make sense to me, and it don't make sense for you either. So he comes up with this whole plan to like save this kingdom, and he finds ways for them to collect the money or whatever, so he doesn't have to go 
to the front line and, and fight with this other kingdom. Yeah, because he's basically like, my strength is my mind and I know things from my world. Like you literally summoned me from another world and I know things from my world that will help you. So like, let's put some of these things into practice. Like you're sitting here on this gold mine. It's like, there's no reason why the people in the castle should be living lavishly and the people well, are, in, starving. are starving. Bump that. Everybody should be starving or eat, at least eating equally. Okay, y'all are no different. So yeah. let's cut the lavish feast. Let's redistribute some of this money. Yeah. Let's get rid some of some of these, of these. Some of these treasures that don't really have cultural value, like we can get rid of those. We don't need them. We can't eat them. Yeah, or you it's know? like, yeah, let's get rid of this old regime up in this castle who have just been like royalty, who don't, who aren't actually good at their job. Like yeah. there's one person here who knows what they're doing and you have an entire team of incompetent people who can't run a kingdom. Yeah. So everybody's fired. Let's start over. If yeah, you have no, a skill. The, the reason why he was able to fire everybody in the first place is because after he came up with the money the first month or whatever, the king realized that this guy was so smart and that he was so capable. He was like, you know what? I'm going to hand my throne over to you because you are clearly equipped to handle these problems and these issues, and I'm not. So the king was real enough for him and for his people to know that he was inadequate at his job, and he found somebody who was more capable and was willing to give it away. I wouldn't even say he realized he was inadequate. He realized that somebody that else, else was, was better, better for the job. And he was like, I, I can do this. Like, I can be your proxy, but it would be better if you just took the throne. That way, nobody can question your authority and you can make the decisions that need to be made without having to go through me. Mm -hmm. And then that way, nobody can say that you're over here manipulating me and, you know, becoming the issue. So he makes a public abdication of the throne over to him and that's his own his own thing yeah, yeah and the previous king he still gets to live in the royal castle he still gets to stay in the same room and everything else you know because this hero this guy who was summoned um he doesn't care his name is soma by the way soma does not care about any of that other stuff he's just trying to make the kingdom set up so that they can be good and they can get to the point where they're good without him yeah so um and that includes firing a lot of people <laughs> And getting rid of the dukes and the, the people high up in power who are embezzling money and funds from the kingdom. But it, it's a it's a good anime. Um, ways for the people to eat and stuff like that. Yeah, like just revitalizing a fantasy culture that doesn't know the things that we would know in from our world. And not necessarily something that even regular, regular people would know. I would say in a lot of ways, he is like Senku from Dr. Stone, where he knows things that the average person probably wouldn't know yes, like thinning out a forest in order to keep yeah, it alive i would say like Sinku is like super sciencey whereas this guy is more like he's super hit. practical i would say he knows a lot of history so he knows how to um he knows how to get around other issues that people have had in the past yeah because he knows history um, I would recommend watching it. The second season is coming out this year. So definitely something worth getting into. So I take back my earlier statement. I wouldn't say it's five. I would probably say it's closer to like a six or a seven because we are going to watch the second season and I would not watch a second season of Spirit Chronicles. So <laughs> I feel like that should be said. I don't think there will be a second season of Spirit Chronicles. I mean, I don't see why you would need one, but. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's average at best, but Realist Hero is much better. Um, but still, it's not, you know, grade A, super cold or anything. But if you need something easy to watch, it's an easy watch. Yeah. So things that we dropped this season, um, 
The Dungeon of Black Company, Peach Boy Riverside, and The Duke of Death and His Maid. Uh, starting with the worst and starting and going up to the best. Mind you, this is stuff that we dropped. The worst was The Duke of Death and His Maid. I got halfway through the first episode. I it was like we made it halfway nope. through the first episode, but it was uh, it was it was crappy. It was kind of terrible. Um, and it may be better. The idea of it is that you have this duke who literally kills everything he touches he touches and his parents sent him to go live in the villa away from them and there's this maid who is sexually harassing him essentially and he's like please stop this i don't want to kill, kill you. you like you're the only um, person who will get near me and it's like i don't want to kill you so please like stay away from me or at least be like a respectable distance yeah. but she's just like sexually harassing him yeah. Um, again, we didn't make it past the first episode. We didn't even make it all the way through the first episode. So if you think we're wrong in some way or whatever, let us know. And um, we probably won't do anything about it, just to be honest. But if you have good points, you know, maybe you can convince us. Maybe. Um, for me, it was the animation. It's a lot of CGI, and I just found it annoying to look at. I found the Duke... I don't, I'm kind of in a phase where I'm completely over boys who like girls but pretend like they don't like girls and freak out over it. Like, bruh, you live in an entire mansion alone with this girl. If you like girls, I'm confused about what the problem be. But that's just I mean, me. You can't touch her. <laughs> Doesn't so, matter. But you pretending like you don't like somebody just because you can't touch them? Yeah, that's, that's true. That's stupid. Yeah, pretending like you don't like girls and you don't understand what sexual advances are just because you can't touch them, just because you can't do nothing about it doesn't yeah. mean you can't recognize. Yeah, you can talk about it like adults. Yeah. Something. It's like, just, like a person. I just you say just that it's like, it's just, I'm kind of past that point. Um, I prefer characters who like girls who recognize that they like girls or... It doesn't even have to be girls. Just like somebody and recognize it. Just approach it as a mature human being mm -hmm. and not act like a seven-year-old when a girl looks at you and be like, ew, she's looking at me, cooties, run right away. Yeah, yeah, that can be very annoying. But anyway. Moving on, <laughs> other things that we dropped. Yeah, Peach Boy Riverside, I didn't like it from the beginning. I think you watched more episodes than I did. Um, Yeah, it's, I, I only gave it a try because I know it's a take on the Mogotaro story and, um, that's a famous story. And basically there are references to the Momotaro story that are currently in the arc of One Piece. So I just wanted to see what it was about. Um, but again, we didn't get very far. That's maybe four episodes I think I watched. You probably watched one, two. two. I watched two episodes and I was like, this is dumb. Um, only because there's, I, they're very specific like specific tropes that I just cannot tolerate at this point in my life. And one of those is, oh, my sibling left, but they didn't tell me why. So I'm going to go on a journey to find them, but I have no idea why they left or what they're doing, but I need to find them and bring them back home so that we can be together, even though they left me without even a note, but they must still care about me. Like, no, no. When somebody leaves you without explanation, they don't care about you anymore. And if they're out here traveling the world, why are you chasing after them? You, what, what are you, that, what's going to happen? Hold on, hold on. Is that the plot? Is that where you understood the plot of this show? You got Blondie over there who's like, my older sibling, I don't even know if it's a boy or a girl. I don't even think they were siblings. They were raised together. Were they? Yes. And she was looking, but then she's got, because uh, the older one got the little thing where she's like defeating monsters or whatever. And she's on the journey, or he, whatever. 
is defeating monsters and the blonde one goes after them to find out why they left but then she's also got like this dark side where she doesn't know who she is she's like zenitsu or some shit and she just like blacks out becomes a super badass doesn't remember and goes back to being a dumb blonde bimbo with bouncing boobs and that's her only personality trait in the entire show wow okay so um i i don't think that's what the show was about i feel like I feel like we watched two different shows, but it's, it's cool. It's I mean, cool. that's I mean, why I didn't like it. it. Yeah. If that's how you understood the show, I understand why you didn't make it to as far as I made it. But I mean, the show still isn't that great, so it doesn't matter. But, <laughs> but I, don't, I really don't think that was the plot of the show. Um, I don't but, even know what the plot was. I just remember the character was annoying. I mean, and... there wasn't really a, a real, real plot to the show. This is to be honest. That's part of the plot. And I don't really like villains who side with the uh, with the protagonist for dumb reasons. And the girl who was just like, carrots, carrots, carrots. Because I'm a rabbit. Because I'm a beast girl. Carrots. I like carrots. That was stupid. <laughs> Okay, all right. So we're just gonna move on from Beast Boy Riverside because apparently it was very stupid. I mean, it was stupid, but I think it's worse with in Chelsea's memory than it was in reality. I don't like, know. In reality, it was like a four. In Chelsea's mind, it was like a two. Zero. <laughs> it's up there with School Rumble. It's just it's, less irritating. It's not as bad as School Rumble. I would never. You couldn't pay me to watch School Rumble. <laughs> you could pay me to watch Beast Boy Riverside. Exactly. So it's at least a one. All right, let's 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 move on. All right, the other thing we watched was the Dungeon of Black Company. Uh, this one was also an isekai. So we, it was an isekai, so we gave it a try, but it didn't work out. And that's this one could have been in- interesting, but it wasn't. It got um, too repetitive for me. Yeah, it, it became like that episodic. Um, ha ha ha! I have a great money making plan. Back to rock bottom. Um, basically, this this guy who, in in his real life, he basically... He came up from nothing. He became this great real estate mongol and, like, you know... Built a, built a life where he didn't have to work. All he wanted was a life where he could be comfortable. And he worked hella hard to get to that point to be comfortable. And then he got there. And then his ass got isekai. And he was pissed. And, and he had to start all the way over from the beginning. And not even just from the beginning. He had to start over working for... Basically, a black company, a type well, of company who will work you until you die. Yeah, but also it's different because he wasn't initially working for this company, but he took out loans so he could have money to start out with and then got into a bunch of debt to the wrong people. And then that landed him in this job with no days off. You work six and a half days a week and you get paid pennies and it's not enough to do anything. And it's a terrible, terrible grunt work job. And basically, he is using his ambition and his skills from his previous life to create like an underground business within the business to kind of make his own money, his own side hustle to get out of the grind. Um, It doesn't work. Yeah. Spoiler. It doesn't work. And at some point, there's like time travel involved. It was, you know what? It was good until he got isekai in his isekai. Yeah, when he got Isekai to the future of his Isekai, and that was like where I drew the line. I was like, no, no, we're not doing, no, we're not doing this. Drop. That's done. it. I was done finito. Just like I'm done finito with summer 2021. Yeah. Um, we can move on to, what's that last season? Fall. 
Yes. Fall had even less. Um, the good stuff was the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in another world as an aristocrat. Um, we watched this one most recently, and it was probably the best. Yeah. Not probably. It was the best. We binged it after the anime season was over, so we could just watch it all at one time. And that's probably the best way to watch shows. Some of these other shows might not have been as bad if we had binged them. But then again, I don't think we would have made it through if we could have. No. Um, I would say this one is the best because... Usually when you get an isekai, it's a young person or a salary woman or a salary person. Um, this person is an old man and he is an assassin in his previous life, world's finest assassin. Uh, basically, the company he works for, they off him, right? Because he's no, he's old, he's no longer useful, so they get rid yeah, of him. Yeah, he's old and great now. Yeah. You know, he still hasn't failed any job. He's taken out every target he's ever he's had. He's been the best tool he could have been. And, but mm -hmm. when a tool is no longer useful, you get rid of it. And they got rid of him. Mm -hmm. And in doing so, this uh, goddess from another world is just like, hey, great, you're here. You were the world's finest assassin. I need you to come work for me in my world, in a world of fantasy, magic, and swords in order to kill the hero. And what I liked about this one is that because he was an adult, he asked important questions. Like, why do you want me to kill the hero? Because the hero's going to go mad and destroy the world. And the goddess is very clear, like he's not a bad person, but once he defeats the demon lord, he all that power goes to his head and he destroys the world. Gotta stop him. And because you're the world's finest assassin, I need you to come work for me and assassinate him. And when you get this overpowered character, you understand why he's overpowered and how he's overpowered, how that works to his advantage. And you see him, unlike Mushiko Tensei, where Rudy is basically just bumbling through life, figuring things out as he goes along. This, this one, he's starting over as a child but he has a plan. He, he knows what plan. he's doing. He has, he has a, a timeline. <laughs> he has a timeline. So everything is very clear, which is what I really like about it. And the goddess, she didn't just reincarnate him. She reincarnated him with the purpose of assassinating the hero. So you know what? She reincarnated him into a family of assassins in this other world. So that it, and she also let him pick which abilities. And I like that she didn't break the rules for him. She's yeah. basically like, the hero is going to have 30 abilities. I cannot do he's that gonna for you. He's going to have 30 top tier abilities. Look, you, you get five. You get five. You get you get one from from each tier. From each tier, and that's it. And I will let you choose which five you get or whatever. But in, you, in which tier? In which tier? So you're not gonna um you're not gonna get five S rank abilities. You're gonna get one S rank, one A rank, one B rank, one C rank, and one D rank. That's it. That's all you get. That's the most any regular human is going to have in this world. The hero's gonna have thirty, and they're gonna be thirty super overpowered abilities. Just so you know. But you can get, pick your abilities to start off with, and you, that's what you got to work with. So he already knew what his abilities were. He knew what his goal was, which was assassination, and he was put into a house of people assassins. of assassins. So that he could train and get access to the things that he would need access to to best utilize his skills. Yeah, and in another anime, he would have had to do this whole mission thing in secret, and he would have had to, like keep it from his family but he had to try to find a way to progress or whatever or he gets sidetracked and it's just like we didn't have none of that in this anime and it was very refreshing yeah the only real quote-unquote cheat that she gave him was she let him pick which elements he responded to and he got, he got access to all the the, the basic elements 
got him access to all of the basic elements. No, she let him choose, but there were six, and he chose the four basic ones. He could have chose light and dark, but he chose not to. Okay. He picked the four basic ones, but the point is he picked four, and most people only have one, sometimes two. two. But he had four. So mm-hmm. that, that was really the only thing that made him super special, and he basically had a limitless amount of mana to do magic. He had which a was... limitless amount of growth ability yes. for his mana. Because normally, if you had more than more than one or whatever, it will make it harder for you to grow. But since he got to choose his abilities, he chose one that allowed him to continuously grow. So he could work twice as hard and still be able to use his abilities Yeah. to an efficient level. So basically the point is that the anime was really good. Um, the ex- explanation of how his powers work, because even though we explained all that, you get all of that in like the first two episodes. So we're not actually spoiling anything for you. I like that everything that he does, even the people he brings into his life, have a purpose. And he has a purpose for everything and everybody. And he doesn't get caught up in, oh, I'm living this life as an aristocrat and I'm not an assassin in the same way I was in my previous life. You know, he grows, things are different, things change. He learns from his previous life, but he's also utilizing his skills to the best of their ability in his current one. Yeah, and he has goals and he everything works towards those goals. So... I thought that was good. Um, and I would watch another season of it. Absolutely. Um, but it's the type of show that like, I feel doubtful whether it's going to get another and season. I also really like, um, if you're like me, this is this is the type of harem anime that I can get behind because all the female characters, it's an isekai, obviously all the female characters fall for the uh, main protagonist. But I like it because he picks one girl and he's like, I'm in love with this one. Mm-hmm. And he's very clear about it. The other girls know that they all know their place or whatever, even though they might want to be in a different place. They don't they don't get to occupy it. And he doesn't lead them on. He doesn't, he doesn't play around. He doesn't make them think that, that they even have a chance. Yeah. He's like, no, this is the girl that I love. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I thought that was great. Yeah. Moving on to the other one, Banished from the Hero's Party. I decided to live a quiet life in the countryside. There's not much to say about this one. The title says it all. Uh, there's this dude, um, and in this world, everybody is giving it, given an ability, and you... They're giving a, uh, what a blessing. A blessing. And you have to grow your blessing, and his little sister and is... Huh? You have to grow your blessing and live it out, whether you want to or not, pretty much. Yeah, and his little sister is the hero, and so he gets, like, the a guide's ability. And so, basically, that makes him super above average in everything, but not really good yeah. at anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like a jack-of-all-trade, master of none. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is b- more than average in those abilities, so he's kind of... It's kind of like... If you're average at everything, it's like, do you fly really well? No, you might be a little wonky and like smash your landings, but you can fly. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, like, are you the greatest hand to hand combat fighter? No, no. But you can keep up with most people. Yeah. You, you know? You can handle yourself. Yeah. So that's the type of ability that he had. But basically, one of the people in the Heroes Party got jealous and basically kicked him out and he decided to go live a quiet life in the countryside. Yeah, That's because he's surrounded by people who are the best at the one thing that they do and he's average at everything and so he was convinced that he was bringing the party down and they didn't need him. Either. They didn't need him, so uh he was banished from the party, so he moves out to the countryside out in the middle of nowhere when nobody knows him. He takes on a different name. And he lives a quiet life. And that's what the whole story is about. Um, he's got a 
nice, cute little relationship with his sister. He's got a kind of like, it's it's a cute romantic story between him and the girl that he ends up falling in love with. Um, I like that most of the anime is about their relationship because yeah, it kicks off from like the second episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's about his, his, his wholesome relationship that he has with this uh, girl who knows his true identity, by the way. It's not wholesome. It's not wholesome, but... It I is. mean, it's wholesome in the fact that they're, like, faithful to each other, but, like, it's not... There's fan service. Yeah, there's fan service, but, I mean, it's it's an adult relationship. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's, anything unhealthy. It's a, it's a normal adult relationship, relationship, and they're just living a quiet life in the countryside and trying to stay away from all that other stuff that they used to do. Yeah, and both of them are retired heroes, so she knows exactly who he is. Well, retired, retired adventurers, I would say. Adventurers. Yeah, they're not retired heroes. There's only one hero, so yeah. But yeah. it's cute. You should definitely give it a watch if you like Slice of Life with a little bit of action. I will say this, don't come for the action. There's not a lot of yeah, it. Yeah, don't come for the action, but it's... It's cute. It's cute, and there's enough of it to keep it interesting. Yeah. Um, the last one that we watched is My Senpai is Annoying, and I say we very lightly because I watched it. Um, on... I started it. I just didn't get to finish it. <laughs> I binged it on New Year's Eve, and I liked it. It's really cute. It's I liked it because it's older characters. So you have a 20, I would say maybe 23, 24-year-old uh, office worker, and she's got a senpai, and basically the whole anime is about her overbearing senpai who's a middle-aged man and her coming to terms with developing a crush on him but he's like hey i'm too old for you like he it's the difference between i would say like a millennial who is uh in their early 20s and is an xennial with an x not a z an xennial so who was on the cusp so they're like in their you know mid-30s right so early 20s mid 30s so there's like a 10 year age gap right and it's just about their relationship together at work and how it kind of develops outside of work and also the relationship of their co-workers so honestly if i had to compare it to anything it's like what a koi if you liked uh what a koi um life love is hard for an otaku then you would definitely like My Senpai is Annoying because it has very much of the same kind of vibe of you have two main characters who are kind of hemming and hawing around each other and then two co-workers who are a little bit more to the point. Yeah. Really cute. Definitely worth a watch, especially if you're over 18 and have finished college. Yeah, if you have a real job, basically. Yeah. <laughs> because there are some moments in there that's like, feel you homegirl yeah, i feel you, you. you've never had a real job <laughs> yeah. yeah um things we dropped the vampire oh the vampire dies in no time um it's one of those where you get like two episodes in one and it's, yeah it's like a smashed up short like you know yeah and it's not very interesting once you watch the first one the second one's not interesting and there's a lot of yelling there's a lot of yelling. There's a shit ton of yelling and I don't recommend it, but that's just me. We watched like one episode, started the second one and it's it's a lot of gag comedy. So it's not funny, funny. It's just like, oh, ha ha ha. Look, I have a cake. Whoops, banana peel, drop the cake. But instead it's like, ha ha ha, I'm a vampire. Whoops, you scared me, I died. Oop, but I'm a vampire, I came back. You know, it's stupid. It's stupid. 
Yeah, it is. It is. Like, you think it might have the potential to be entertaining, but then you watch it and then you realize it's wrong. stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. Uh huh. But yeah, and uh, with that, that's all the things that we really watched. Um, we also watched Shaman King and Eden Zero, but we'll talk about those at a later date because they are still coming out with episodes. And a disclaimer for future episodes, for those of you who know us, who have watched previous episodes, or watched, listened to previous episodes of the podcast, y'all know that we hate Demon Slayer. It's not good. You can't convince me otherwise. It's pretty to look at. But it's not good. It's not good storytelling. The characters aren't interesting unless you're talking about the demons. There are a bunch of ass pulls. A bunch of shit doesn't make sense until all of a sudden there's a flashback. And here's the thing. If you want to know how to do a good flashback, just watch fucking Naruto because there are a shit ton of flashbacks in Naruto. You can go flashbacks in Naruto. You can do flashbacks in One Piece. I mean, there are plenty of good ways to do flashbacks. The point of flashbacks is that if you're going to flashback in an anime, it needs to have happened in the original version and you're just calling back to draw attention to it. Don't flashback to a moment that we just supposedly saw to something that wasn't actually in the scene. Yes, and something that didn't exist. Yeah, so it's just like you're flashing back to hint at something that happened previously that you didn't actually hint when it previously happened. And it's but, just like, there's a lot of... First of all, let me just disclaim. We watched this anime originally or whatever, we dropped it. It got super hype around episode 19 or something like that. Everybody was talking about it. We gave it another try. We watched up until that episode. It was still garbage, okay? It looked great, still garbage, all right? Um, we let some time go by. It started breaking all these records. The Mugen Train movie came out, blah, blah, blah. We gave it another chance this year. We finished the, that first season, and we even watched the Mugen Train film. I even went so far as to read the entire manga because I was like... This for this to be this hype, it must have something good in it or whatever. And I, after even reading the entire manga, I can tell you the story is garbage. The story is garbage. The characters are garbage. Um, the Hashira are cool, but they die. Um, Spoiler. Okay, um, <laughs> the Mugen Train movie is apparently the most watched movie in the, like the history of Japan or whatever by a long shot. I'm assuming that you've seen it. If you haven't seen it, you've done yourself a favor, and I just did you another one. Um, Rengoku's the coolest character in the movie or whatever, he dies, all right? Um, it, I would even go so far as to say that he's one of the only, like, two characters in the whole movie who have character. And so, I'll have to say that the disclaimer that I was trying to give you guys is that when we talk about Demon Slayer being complete and utter garbage, dumpster fire trash... We can say that as informed watchers, okay? We're not, we're no longer saying that as people who haven't finished the the anime, and Ben is no longer saying it as someone who hasn't read the manga. Like I've we read have it from beginning to end, I read every chapter, and I can tell you that there, it's full of ass schools. Yeah, we've consumed the content, so I just want to say that in 2022, when we say Demon tra Demon Slayer is trash, we're coming from an informed standpoint. Mm -hmm. um, therefore, it is trash. Um, we honestly, we watched it at like, I watched it at two times speed. Yeah, you watched we, it at like one, one I watched, and a half. I watched it at like one and a half while I was working and it was in the background because it's just like, it at normal speed is completely unbearable oh, no. and unwatchable. No, 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 no. Like, it was only watchable because we increased the playback speed. Yeah, but the fact, here's the thing you guys, the fact that I can watch something that's subtitled at two times speed tells you just how boring and little content is involved in actually watching this because I had no problems keeping up with the subtitles. I had no problem keeping up with what's going on. It's literally full of them just walking around and doing things and not saying anything. Yes, it's just like, 
It's uh, it's garbage, but I just want to let garbage, you know that. It's pretty garbage. It looks great, but it smells bad. All right? That's one way to put it. And that's it. I mean, we co- we did that quick. We covered both uh, summer and fall, and that's all the anime that we watched or cared to talk to you guys about for 2021. Yeah. So the next episode of the podcast, we're going to be talking about the things that we're watching in this current year, 2022. Um, so look forward to that. But that is it for this episode of the I'd Rather Anime podcast. If you're listening to this, please rate the podcast wherever you're listening to it at. And yeah, thanks for listening. And we know you could be doing other things, but things, <laughs> we're glad that you decided to animate with us. Until next time, you guys. Peace.